Welcome, everyone, Bezal Hashem. We're learning Deir Shemishtur and Simeon, the Tov Kuf Ayin Vav Sif Tes, Shem number 93. Today is Tes Vav Ir Toshin Pei Aleph, April 27th, 2021. We continue to discuss the halachas of how do we define at what point in time a tragedy has reached a serious condition to the point where we should respond in instituting fast days, instituting davening to Hashem so the tragedy should be removed, instituting blowing the shifras, and all of this, of course, is to arouse us to do tshuva, not to just to, to fast and to blow the shifras and to make noise with the trumpets, but the point is to improve ourselves. So we continue here with this mechaber here in the top of the page, Siftes, which discusses a scenario of the different types of locust. We're going to see the Mechaber will tell us that if there are different types of locust, depending on what type of locust they are, so then we will institute fast days. And of course, the concern is if the locusts eat up all of the vegetation, all of the field, all of the, the corn and everything like that, you and I won't have what to eat. And not only that, if there's only a little left, the prices will skyrocket of, of what the items that are left. So this could be very tragic. It's difficult for us to relate to it in our lifestyle of, of uh, you know, people think sometimes the food grows on the shelves at Acme or Giant, whatever store you buy it at. But that's not really the case. So we'll see at the end of the Mechaber, since we don't know how to really define the different types of locusts, we're going to say for any types of locusts that we see, we're going to institute acts of, of uh, tshuva requirement. Says the Mechaber Siftes. These are different types of locusts. Even if you only see one wing of the locust in the whole entire land, that is, uh, that is reason to be concerned. And even if it did not destroy the produce, we will still fast, and will blow the shoifers or trumpets because of this sighting of the wing. Now, I just want to point out, it's, it's, the tragedy hasn't happened yet. So it's, it's preemptive. We want to make sure the tragedy will not happen. Hashem is showing us an opportunity to prevent this tragedy from happening. What is goivai? So goivai is another one of the types of arbe, another types of locust. So if a person would see any amount of a goivai, of these locusts, then becholshu, then that would create a, a uh, tragic situation of the, the, of the powers of what they can do. And then and then we would fast and blow the shoifers. But if it's a type of locust called the chogov, we won't fast, we won't blow the shoifers, we would just dive into Hashem for it to be removed. Nowadays, it's very difficult for us, we're not experts to know how to define the different uh, species of these chagov, goivai, chsil, arbe, so any type of locust would create a reason to call out to Hashem to help us in this situation. 
So he says, Rashi'anonu mekirin minim halalu al kulam asriyan v'vlodu shayfris to arouse tshuva in all these scenarios. We now continue in Sif Yod. There is no Mishtamrura on Sif Tes. Says the Mechavar Sif Yod. V'chein ala mezoynois. What does it mean mezoynois? Sustenance. Ketzad. What's the case? Harei shehuzlu duvarim shel schayra shiroiv chayya anshiyo yisoh ir mehem. The price of the merchandise dropped. It dropped to a point to go in clay pishtum bebavel v'yain v'shem be'er t'israel. So in different locations, they survive on different types of products. In in Bavel, that's a hot spot for selling linen, flax, clay pishtun. In Eretz Yisrael, wine and and oil is is a is very um, advantageous to to be sold over there. And what happens is when the smite hamasomatim business is lessening. To the point where the merchant would normally sell something for ten dollars, he's forced to have to sell it for six dollars. So it's it's not it's not a good business market right now. This is a tragedy for the congregation. This is a public tragedy which would require us to blow the shoifers. Of a Shabbos, Zayik can allow. Now, in Shabbos, we're not going to blow the Shaifers, as I'll say the Mishnah Brewer now, as he already says, um, we won't, we won't blow the Shaifers, Umasanim, but we will fast. Zayik can allow and we would say Aneinu as well. Of a Shabbos, we would Zayik and Bepeh, and we would even say Aneinu on Shabbos. I will ain't Taikin allow the Shabbos, but we don't blow the Shaifers on Shabbos. We now continue with Sifir Aleph. I already incorporated the Mishnah just now. V'chein, similarly, al-hamotar, if it's rain coming. Now, we already discussed the lack of rain. A lack of rain, we already discussed the total 13 different fast days that would come down on a Monday, Thursday, Monday situation. Now we're discussing too much rain. So you'll ask, is there such a thing as too much rain? So the Mechab will tell us a case where if the rain will come down to the point where outside of Eretz Yisrael, the houses would collapse, they were made out of earth, and they would be mud houses, if you will, and the rain would would bury the inhabitants of the houses, yes, that's called a tragedy. But if in Eretz Yisrael, normally speaking, where the houses on, the Eretz Yisrael is, is, a, is a mountain where it comes, the rain goes down, so generally speaking, in Eretz Yisrael, a lot of rain is not a tragedy. Says the Mechaber, Ketzad, what's the case of a tragedy of rain? There's no greater tragedy, says the Mechaber here, when the houses bury those who live in the houses. That is a horrific tragedy. The house collapses on them. And the collapse is because the rain is, is like hurricane winds and rain that is destroying the houses. Says the Mechaber further, over Eretz Yisrael, a mispalan al-roiv ha'gishamim ibnei shehi Eretz harim. In Eretz Yisrael, we do not turn to tefillah if the rains come down and um, pour on the houses because since the hilly 
land. It's a hilly land. It's on hills and mountains. So the rain will pour down, and the understanding is it will not cause any tragedy. He says further that the houses are built out of stones, and an abundance of rain is productive for Eretz Yisrael. And we're not going to fast to remove the good that Hashem is giving us. He says in the Mechaber, however, now in, in Tzfas, he says, he, we know the Mechaber, he lived in Tzfas, if you're Zoyche to go there and visit Pinchas Elio, you'll go see the, the shul of the Beis Yosef. I, I, I was Zoyche to daven there. I daven in the shul of the Beis Yosef. It's still around, Baruch Hashem. So he says that, unfortunately, he says there were houses that did collapse. If I'm not mistaken, I don't remember what year it was, there was an earthquake in, there, in Tzfas. Is that right, Samach? There was an earthquake. You're not familiar with that? I'm almost positive there was an earthquake. Um, I'm wondering if there was some connection between the two, but I don't know. Okay. We continue now with Sif Yud Beis. The Mechari says, Kol mikol elu. Any city that has any of these types of tragedies. And all its surrounding cities. Misanois, they would also fast. Avoloi Masriois, but they would not blow the shofar. So the surrounding cities. Let's give an example. So the pandemic hit New York in a very hard way, and other cities and, and states. The surrounding the neighboring cities of New York would not fast if a fast would have been instituted. But what they do would do is they would still be masriyos. They would still blow the shofars. But that's the surrounding cities in New York. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia, what I'm saying, you know, uh, Florida, all these places which are farther out, you know, Baltimore, Maryland, there's nothing to do. It's too far from New York already. Just give me an example here. So they would not even blow the shifers. But we would dive into Hashem to ask Hashem to have mercy on those cities. Says the Mishmasif Kalam and Aleph, Bechol Sivasea, Meaning, Oisa Haparachia, those those uh, cities around the city that's being uh, being um, attacked by these tragedies. The Mechaber tells us that we do not we do not fast on on Shabbos and Yontif unless ready for this now. Unless it's mamish because of mezoinus. It seems like uh, the sustenance, Pasha, people don't have what to eat, it sounds like. That would still be a cause to to uh, permit the enactment, the decree, to fast even on Shabbos, if there's a lack of, of food. Says Mechavah Sif Yud Gimel, You have a city that's being surrounded by Goyim, who want to, of course, Plunder and kill the Jewish people. Or a river. Or a boat which is being thrown around. It's being uh, tossed around at sea. Even for an individual who is running from the Goyim. 
or thieves, armed thieves, or ruach ra. So ruach ra literally means an evil spirit. So I looked this up. What we're talking about here is that a shade, a demon, entered into someone, and we call it a dibuk. Okay. So a ruach ra, all these tragedies. Or a person who is deathly ill that might is in a state of, of, of dying that day. Doctors tell tell that he's he, he might not make it past this day. All of these are reasons, it says in parentheses about the bracha for the chayla on Shabbos. Take a look in earlier in chapter 288. In all these cases, they will cry out to Hashem on Shabbos, even on Shabbos, when normally speaking we don't have we do not have private supplications. But the tragedy is so great that even on Shabbos they will do this, but they will not blow the shaifers or the trumpets. Unless the purpose of blowing the shaifers and the trumpets is to sound the horn to Sound the horn to um, get your brethren to help you against the enemies. There is no mission rule on this as well, and we now continue with Sif Yudalid. Tiny yois elu shemesanim atzores. These fast days that Rachman son, God forbid, we'd have to fast because of these tragedies. Ein misanim bahem loy ubrus loyminikus loykitanim. Pregnant women, nursing mothers, children would not fast on these days. They're permitted to eat at night, even though they'll be fasting the next day. Except for the fast days of the rain, where they would also not eat by night. The Mishra says in Sif Kotan Lamed Bey is number 32 at the bottom of the page in the right column. It doesn't mean literally young children. He says, even if it's an 18-year-old, if the if the male has not reached 18 or the female has not reached 15, they should not be fasting. Because they're not set fast. And the concern is, is that these men or women who are still growing and need the, the, the food to eat, it's not healthy for them to be fasting. And others say the this that it says that the children should not be fasting. We'll see later on that there was such a concept in halacha. There is such a concept in halacha that perhaps to train the child to fast for Yom Kippur. In this case, we don't train them and educate them to fast for these types of fast days for tragedies. And the reason is because. These are not tiniest kavuos. These are not set fast days. So we're not going to educate them to fast for these fast days when it's not set fast days. It's appropriate that they should eat only and they should not be eating uh, candies on, on the days when everybody is fasting. So that th- that concept, there is what you called, what we'll call it a chinuch, an education process, that even though they're not fasting, it's not a day for them to go being a uh, party with candy and stuff like that. But Magid Ram writes 
Similarly, the Magnavama also says that one should not be instituting these fast days for boys who are not 18 or girls who are not 15. Except for the fast for the rains, which we discussed earlier in Simon Tovkov Ein Hei. Now, normally, I will say that You'll, mean, you'll understand what I mean by when I say normally that this discussion, these fast days are, this whole topic is not so applicable for us unfortunately, unfortunately I will say that in in, in this generation of this year Tavshin Pei Aleph and coming from Tavshin Pei from last year and we're already still in this pandemic situation even though we're not going to be fasting because we discussed in the past few weeks already that we are physically weaker, physically weaker than the previous generations, even though we have more vaccines. But if we would be fasting, would be lessening our avoidance Hashem. Also, we start getting headaches. We can't concentrate properly. We can't dive with kavana. We can't. We can't do mitzvahs. To, you know, we we do things out of rote. We're not focusing well. Nonetheless, all of these halachas we're learning here should definitely be arousing us to think, well, in those times, they would be fasting, they would blow the shifers, they would, they would um, arouse themselves to the tshuva. At the very least, this limud here, this topic should be arousing ourselves to be thinking of, of tshuva as well. Says the Mechaber further in the next halacha, you had a congregation, you had a kahilo that had two tragedies. They should only ask Hashem for Rachamim, for mercy on one of them. Says the Mishnahun Sifkotun. When they have one tragedy, if they had one tragedy, they can, they are permitted to mention previous tragedies that they had as well when they're davening for the current tragedy. If there are two different types of illnesses in adults, as well as in children. Says the Prima Godim that if adults are being stricken with a certain illness and children with a different illness, but since it's one tefillah at one time, it's appropriate, it's permissible to incorporate the, the in the tefillah the davening for the adults and for these children as well. Continues the Mechaber on the top of the page. The Siv, where do we know we should only daven for one of the tragedies at a time? Natsuma, we should tsoim fast, Natsuma. Venevaksha, meilakenu alzois, and ask for Hashem's assistance, Hashem's mercy, alzois. Zois is singular. Even though we have many tragedies, we're coming to ask Hashem 
for this specific tragedy. Parenthetically, I'll tell you that when the person davens for a chayla, when the person davens for other people, he should know that he is nekaim a mitzvah d'araisa of, of chesed. He's fulfilling a mitzvah d'araisa of chesed. He says further, v'im yesh lohem rav dever, if there's a tragedy of, of famine and pestilence, mevakshim rachim rav, they would dive into Hashem because of the famine. Why? Because when Hashem would give His mercy to, to, the, to the people, it would be with satiation and hopefully the devil would go away as well. Okay, let's finish this simon now with the next halacha. B'chol yoim tainis siftazayin. Every day that when they would decree on the tzibur because of the tragedies, the Jewish court and the elders would sit in the Beis HaKnesses, in the shul, and they would check on the people of the city, after Shachris in the morning until midday. And you hear this? This would be a Musashir from after Shachris until midday. And and they would they would say we have to remove the Mikshailim. What does it mean, the Mishraelim? It doesn't mean physical stumbling blocks, it means spiritual stumbling blocks. So if you take a look at the Mishnah Rura and Sivkot and Lamed Vav, he brings a Pasuk from Yeshaya. Haloizet Soim, this today is a fast day. Evchoreyu Pateach Chartsubois Resha. We're going to choose this as to focus on avoiding the, the tragedies of, of creating evil. The Magnav Ram asks a question, Lama Inon Anoigin Kane, Haloi Zehu Iker Hatainus. The Magnav Ram wants to know, how come we don't do this today? How come we don't do this today? That's the main point of the fast. The main point of the fast is that we should be doing Shuva. We should look introspection. What are the issues we're having in the community? Each community does this, they enact certain enactments. One might say, you know what? You have a cell phone, you want to bring it to shul, you make sure you turn it off. And if you don't, if your phone rings, and even if it's an accident, and, and we might have been there sometimes, you might have thought your phone was off, you might have thought there's a $10 fine. A $10 fine? Imagine the shuls would enact $10 fines every time a person's cell phone goes off. Even if it's an accident, it's a $10 fine. You don't want to do it? Don't bring your phone to shul. If the person's a doctor, he needs to have it on him. He has to have him vibrate. He has to have him vibrate if he's a doctor. So, I'm just giving you examples. He's the, the Magen Avram wants to know, why don't we do this anymore? Magen Avram lived already a couple hundred years ago. Back in the Mechaber, he says, The whole Bali Zoya Umashpilnoisam and the arrogant people should be, Bali Israel means like the strong arm, meaning the arrogant people, we, we humble them. 
from afternoon until the evening, what takes place then? They would lay in the Torah and they would they would uh, read after as well. In the last quarter of the day, they would have mincha, they would blow the shayfris, they would do say vidoy, and in fact, we're gonna. This is a nice segue for when we get to our shari chuvashir. The next another five minutes of saying vidoy in and this would be a a cause for for proper tshuva. The Mishru says that not only by in the afternoon would they would they uh, blow the shayfis, but also in the morning as well. He says the correct word should be mischaninim. We would say supplications. We would ask Hashem for forgiveness. Okay, that was Simon Tovkuf Ayn Vav. And now we continue right away with Simon Tovkuf Ayn Zayn. So we have three more Simonim before, uh, rather four more Simonim, short ones, two more pages before we begin Hilchis Rosh Hashanah. So today is... is uh, Tuesday, so in a few more days we begin Echos Roshana. Continues now the Mechaber, Simon Tovkuf Ayn Zayin. Im Nisrabu Agusham Adshe Mitashtashim Hakarko, Ech Misnagim. If the rain came down so much to the point that the ground became ruined, what, how, what do we do? Bechol Mokim Im Roiv Agusham Mitashtashim Hakarko, Omainim Hamacharesho. You can't even plow the ground. We would blow the shayfres, blow the trumpets, and would ask mercy from Hashem. And it's time-sensitive, and we don't have time to follow the regular set order of blowing the shayfres. They would not decree a fast on the congregation. Because we can fa- we cannot fast every day. But rather we blow the shoifers every day and at every davening. And the warning by mouth should be sufficient for us to hopefully improve our ways and do better. If individuals want to fast, they are permitted to do so. What does it mean? Meaning, they would say in their davening. They would say as follows. This is the Lashon of the Tefillah. It's now in quotes. It should be the will of an, in the, before Hashem, the fa- our Father and the God of our, for, our forefathers. That His mercy, Hashem's mercy should Overpower his anger, and his mercy should um, be expressed with his attributes. He should deal with his children with the attribute of mercy. And he should come beyond the letter of the law. mercy, he should have compassion upon us. in Yavamis. 
Tragedies only come to the world because of the Jewish people. What does that mean, because of the Jewish people? In order that we should take to heart, Hashem is talking to us. Hashem is talking to us. You ever have a situation, you go into a room, and someone looks in your direction, he points in your direction, and he waves the person who's in your direction to come closer, and but you don't think he's talking to you. So you, you just ignore that situation. And then he says, no, I'm talking to you. So then you move forward. Hashem is bringing Tzorus to the world because he's talking to us. We are his nation who took us out of Mitzrayim. And, and we dive into Hashem, we say we can't take too much evil, too much, uh, too many problems. Please have a positive influence on us, give us good. We are not able to accept it. Your anger is too difficult for us to bear. Please have mercy upon us and remember your compassion. Okay, this was the Mechaber. In Mitzvah Hashem, we will pick up from the Mishnah Brura tomorrow on this piece here in Sif Kotten Tafkuf Ayin Zayin. Sif Aleph, we now continue with Shari Chuvah.